Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Welcome to The Refresh from Insider. I'm Kay Moynihan. And I'm Rebecca Ibarra. It's Tuesday, October 18th, and we've got the latest news you need and want to know. Plus, we play Who Wrote What? Each day after work, I walked out of 30 Rock knowing that there were elevator operators who were better known at NBC than I was. We're going to guess who that is, but first, the latest. Joe Biden says codifying abortion rights will be the first piece of legislation he'll send to Congress after the midterms. But first, he says Democrats need to win, not only keeping the House, but gaining some Senate seats. The president called out Republicans who are campaigning on eroding abortion rights even further and made this direct appeal to voters. The final say does not rest in the court now. It does not rest with extremist Republicans in Congress. That it rests with you. And if you do your part and vote, Democratic leaders in Congress, I promise you, will do our part. The Biden administration will release 14 million barrels of oil from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve in an effort to ease gas prices ahead of midterm elections. Reuters says the White House will make an announcement this week and that this would be the last of 180 million barrels released in May, with a plan to eventually buy back the stocks by 2025. Critics say the reserve is supposed to be used for supply emergencies only, not as a form of price control. Early voting has begun in some states, and while midterm elections have traditionally seen less turnout, contests this year are already breaking records. So far, two million people have voted, most of them Democrats. That's according to the Elections Project at the University of Florida. Turnout is higher now than at this point in the 2018 elections, which saw the highest midterm voting rate since 2014. In Georgia, polls opened yesterday and 100,000 people cast their ballots, smashing the previous first day record. There are still over 20 days to go until Election Day. It's Brittany Garner's 32nd birthday, and she's celebrating it in a Russian prison. The WNBA star has been detained for over eight months now. She was convicted of drug possession in August and sentenced to nine years in prison. She's appealing her case next week in Moscow, but... Reiner's family and wife, Sherelle, hoped there would have been a prisoner swap by now. Sherelle wants more pressure on the Biden administration and is launching with a new campaign on social media called We Are BG. President Biden has mentioned his eagerness to secure a deal, but there's been little news recently about any progress in that direction. 
Nancy Pelosi's husband, Paul, bought at least a million dollars worth of stock in Alphabet last month, just days before the House introduced a plan to restrict members and their families from trading. Insider has revealed documents showing the stocks in Google's parent company worth between one and five million dollars. The Speaker's office has acknowledged Insider's questions, but has not offered any response. She previously denied that her husband trades based on information she gives him. The bill is currently stalled until after the midterm elections. Here at the Refresh from Insider, we have the news you need and want to know always up to date. And hey, if you like what you hear, help us keep the sound waves on by telling other people to listen to the show. The markets had another good day, part of a short but encouraging winning streak over the last week. Insider's Brian Evans says today's rally was sparked by good earnings from several big companies. Investors are showing more signs of optimism on the heels of earnings from the likes of investment bank Morgan Stanley and multinational Johnson & Johnson, both of which exceeded analysts' expectations on Tuesday. The Dow popped over 600 points in the morning before cooling off a little and closing up 338 points. Semaphore, a highly anticipated and well-funded media company, has launched today. The site focuses on US and international news. The Semaphore article allows the reporters to weigh in on the news, and there's another section to offer the global and macro perspective. The plan right now is that the site will be free for about a year, then will transition to a paywall in order to turn a profit. The company has raised over $25 million and is backed by heavyweights like crypto star Sam Bankman-Fried. We've got more exciting news in the world of droughts revealing sunken treasures. This past Sunday, I was out here looking and realized that the rest of the shore had washed away and there was an entire ship there. That's Baton Rouge resident Patrick Ford, who often walks along the Mississippi River looking for artifacts. He spoke to local station WBRZ. Immediately, text friends and was like, holy moly, I think I found a, a ship, a sunken ship. It's the remains of a wooden trading ship built in Indiana at the turn of the last century. It was called the Brook Hill and served as a ferry before it sank during a storm in 1915. Archaeologists knew about the shipwreck, but only saw portions of it exposed over 30 years ago. If you're 16 or 17 years old and love live streaming on TikTok, well, you're going to have to find a new hobby. TikTok is changing its age requirement for the feature from 16 to 18. Starting at the end of November, only legal adults will be able to host a live stream. The company says it's meant to safeguard users and creators. TikTok is also introducing adults-only streams, but that doesn't mean the platform is veering into OnlyFans territory. It's actually meant for creators to designate if their streaming content is age-appropriate. You might have seen Emmanuel the Emu on TikTok knocking over his caretaker Taylor Blake's phone when she's making videos. Why must you be such a menace? But now the beloved Emu is going viral for a much sadder reason. Blake announced Emmanuel is sick with the avian flu after a flock of Egyptian wild geese visited her farm in southern Florida. Blake says Emmanuel has a long road to recovery. He has nerve damage in his right leg and is now hanging in a sling so he can start physical therapy. There's an avian flu outbreak across the U.S. It spreads from wild birds to domesticated birds and can be incredibly infectious and deadly. In most cases, it can't be treated. On Blake's farm, it killed most of the birds in just three days. 
It's time to play Who Wrote What? And I'm joined by guest host Kaya Moynihan. Hello, I'm excited to play this game again, even though the last time was a bit embarrassing. Yes, you were terrible. I was so bad. So, so bad. <laughs> and our producer Frank Alito is out today. So our other producer, Grace Eliza Goodwin, is here to help us play. Welcome, Grace. Hey, happy to be here. Yeah, so Frank is out, but he curated this game before he left. So if it's too hard, it's all his fault. I'm just the messenger here. Please blame everything on Frank. Got it. Got it. Okay, it's Frank's fault. Yeah. (laughs) But first, (laughs) let me remind everyone how we play. In Who Wrote What? I'm going to read you an excerpt from a newsworthy person's memoir or autobiography. The two of you will then have 20 seconds to work together and agree on who wrote it. And you can pause the clock at any time and ask for one clue. Great. Ready, Kaya? Uh, ready to lose really badly. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Let's, do, Let's do it. Okay. Here's the first excerpt that Frank pulled. Whenever I stepped out onto the football field, what I was participating in was a matter of life or death. I'm that competitive. Most people who know me off the field have a hard time reconciling that fact with the reality they know firsthand, that I'm a Southern gentleman born and bred. Meebly humble and devoted to God and my family. Okay, 20 seconds to agree on your guess. Ready, go. Okay, Kaya, just so you know, this is American football, so please put on your American football thinking hat. Uh, I'm going to just put it out there. The only time I've ever followed anything in terms of American football was NFL bad lip reading. I was going to say Tom Brady. Okay, so we're running out of time. Three seconds. It's not happening. It's not happening. Wait, I know. Brett Favre. Brett Favre. Okay, Brett Favre, Mm -hmm. you are wrong. (gasps) I was so confident. Okay, so the answer is... Herschel Walker. Damn, I would have got that. Oh, Herschel Walker. (laughs) So for some background, Herschel Walker, the former NFL running back, is currently campaigning as a Republican for the open Senate seat in Georgia. Mm. He's against all abortion, he says. But he made headlines last week when the Daily Beast reported that Walker paid for his mistress's abortion in 2009. (sighs) And yeah, she has the receipts. Walker's son, Christian, who's a conservative influencer, even chimed in on Twitter saying Walker is not a family man and he, quote, destroys lives. Oh, ouch. You both ready for the second round? I mean, sure. When I left the pharmacy after my diagnosis, I thought, is this really my future? I had put myself through college, worked my way up from a beat cop to a captain to the New York State Senate. I stared at those sad little pills in that sad little box and thought... I've come too far to live out of a pillbox, man. There must be a better way, a healthier way. Mm. 20 seconds on the clock. Go. Okay. A cop who then became a senator. Pause, pause, pause. Give us a clue. The clue is a great one. This person (laughs) is also a controversial political figure. These are all very similar clues. And I don't. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. Five seconds. There's a cop who then became a senator. You're out of time. It was it. Put us out of our misery. It's New York City Mayor Eric Adams. Oh, I'm so dumb and embarrassed as a former New York City reporter. (laughs) (laughs) Last week, Adams declared a state of emergency over the recent arrival of more than 17,000 migrants. That's because Texas Governor Greg Abbott has been busing those migrants from Texas to New York City for months. So Adams proposed a controversial plan to house the migrants in a tent city and on cruise ships. 
Okay, I mean, we're losing, but might as well do a third one, Grace. So here's your final excerpt. The show taped at 30 Rockefeller Plaza in a small studio that seemed as if NBC had forgotten it was even there. Each day after work, I walked out of 30 Rock knowing that there were elevator operators who were better known at NBC than I was. And 20 seconds, ready, go. I am going to go with Alec Baldwin. Better known than Alec Baldwin? Wait, pause. Okay. Yes, pause. Give us a clue. This person is talking about working on a daytime soap opera called The Doctors. I think it's Alec Baldwin. Are you sure? Yes. It is Alec Baldwin. <gasps> oh my god! Yes! Yes! <laughs> Finally got one right. Was that have I ever got a, a question right in any of these games before? No. <laughs> <laughs> so for some background on that, long before he was a star on 30 Rock, Alec Baldwin was the last actor to play the diabolical Billy Aldrich on the soap The Doctors. Uh-huh. But he was in the news last week because he reached a settlement with the family of Helena Hutchins, who was killed on the Rust film set last October. Baldwin still says it was a terrible accident, but he may face criminal charges. Damn. Way to end it on a happy note, Grace. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm going to take the win. Just that tiny victory. You won the battle, but not the war. Yeah. I won the war. I'm content. A pleasure playing with you. Thank you. And to cleanse our palates from that sad news, as you know, we love to end Who Wrote What with a song. So here's the 30 Rock theme song to play us off. Make sure to follow The Refresh from Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also just tell your smart speaker to play The Refresh from Insider podcast. And please leave us a rating and review. It helps other people discover the show. I'm Rebecca Ibarra. And I'm Kea Moynihan. Talk to you soon. Bye.